0: You've been listening to amazing music here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, JM Sunday with Mattis Weingast here at NalchamSiegel.com.
1: And welcome to JM Sunday, right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matis Weingast. And today, being the 6th of December and the 20th day in the month of Kislave, we are glad that you could join us today on this uh, Sunday before Hanukkah. Hanukkah begins on Thursday night. Very exciting. It's a great holiday. And it gives us a lot of hope. So Thursday night begins Hanukkah. If you're studying uh, Daf Yomi, we're in the Pesachim, Daf Tes Vav, number 15. And uh, we're glad you could join us. Hope you had a great Shabbos and a great week. It's 36 degrees where we are outside uh, of our studios going up to a high of 40 degrees and sunny, and then down to 29 degrees overnight, Can be cold. In Jerusalem right now, 59 degrees, partly cloudy, going down to 47 degrees. We have a a great show in store this morning, if I say so myself. (laughs) We're here for the next two hours, and uh, we'll be uh, playing a bunch of Hanukkah music in the first hour. Robert Goldwasser coming up at 730 and uh, then in the second hour, I'll uh, have to let you know about the news from Israel if we connect with Hannah Julian today. But at 8.15, we'll be joined by um, author, Chani Messenger. She's been on our show before. Uh, she is a uh, meditation coach and a mindfulness coach and uh, an international speaker. And uh, she's been all over the place. And uh, she just wrote a children's book called Breathe, Breathe, Breathe. And we'll talk to her about that. Coming up at around 8.15 this morning. And then at 8.40, Nachum will be joining us. Uh, As I mentioned when I posted on uh, Facebook before, the last time he was here, he announced that he was traveling with the entourage to uh, Dubai as part of the uh, Jewish Unity Initiative. So we'll see what's in store in today's announcement. Uh, And uh, that'll keep us going from now until 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time this morning. So we're going to get right to the music. Uh, as I said, there'll be a number of selections uh, dealing with Hanukkah <laughs> since it is coming up. And uh, yeah, next Sunday, we'll also play some Hanukkah music. Uh, I will try to get to uh, some requests if you post them on the, um, on the app. Um, but I don't want to promise it because a lot going on today. So uh, if not today, then maybe we'll we'll post it that we'll will uh, play your uh, your requests next sunday cuz again it's also going to be Han- it's going to be hanukkah actually that's right next sunday will actually be hanukkah so uh yeah thank you for joining us we're going to start off with nun gimel hayin from the levis right here on jm sunday on the nachum Siegel network <laughs>
2: Dream. See if I can get this right. I've got to make this very funky. Well, I have a little dreadful means a lot to me. Reminds me of a miracle. Judah Maccabee, who back in ancient Israel put up some kind of a fight and found a little oil there, restored the temple's life each night we'd light some candles and play some dreidel too and sing a rock of ages to an ancient rockin' tune then we'd give a couple presents some chocolate money too and then get down to business hey that's just what we do when we play dreidel 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 for eight days dreidel 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 many ways i said dreidel 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 That's what's happening. You can turn your look around when you give that thing a spin. Tambourine time. Ladies and gentlemen, the first tambourine solo on the radio. Here comes the chorus part. Well, you can dreidel on a table, you can dreidel on the floor. Tradle in the living room and tradle out the door. You can tradle with your children or your mother-in-law. Or have another locker, cause your mother made some more. And then tradle, tradle, tradle. For eight days, yeah. Tradle, tradle, tradle. Many ways, I said, dreidel, 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 that's what's happening. You can turn your luck around when you give that thing a spin. Or oh, let's spin that thing here. Yeah, dreidel, 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 for eight days, I said, dreidel, 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 many ways, I said, so that's what's happening. You can turn your luck around when you hear that thing a spin.
3: ישו אתי, לCHANANEL, לCHANANEL, שבי אעתי They are some going to a Book <laughs> over Ma am a mob, the little trait I <imitation> am
0: It's time to make our voices heard.
4: All across the world, people are gathering together to unite, to fight for Hanukkah rights.
3: Every year in late December, that's the time when we remember the things we owe
4: to Judah Maccabee. But we also get reminded just how much we Jews get slighted. Do I think that we should change that?
3: Probably. Why don't we get off from work
0: or any of
3: those other perks? We're just as proud of our big holidays. Dickens. No plays by Charles Dickens or special albums by Michael
4: Bouble or Robert Eer or Nicholas Shay What? So we'll fight
3: for Hanukkah rights as we light our Hanukkah lights and we'll feel the winds of change begin to blow. Just ignore Mel Gibson, cause we've come so far and yet so far to go. go. Yes, we'll fight for Hanukkah, right? <makes> as we sing all eight of the nights, in honor of the ones who kept us free. Let's remember Mighty Dias, he's thought to terminate his bias. All we want is holiday equality.
5: Don't get me wrong, I love my dreidel. But I wish we were better able to hear our songs upon the radio. And I like a I can't
3: fry it. Cause I'm on a low carb diet. Don't get me started on Sufghaniyot. Let's just fight for
6: Hanukkah rice as we light our down,
3: Hanukkah, Hanukkah lice and we'll feel the winds of change begin to blow. Potato pine can feed us, but are we get to beat. Yes, we've come so far, and yet so far to go.
6: Come on, everybody, it's time to stand up and fight. This is the lack of freedom, so come on, take a bite. We don't need no jingle bells or reindeer with antlers. I'll see you, Mariah Carey, and raise you, Adam Sandler. Let's fight injustice like our forefathers did in the past. The oil I'm all the Jaws dance. So come on, get your Manoas and put those candles, candles up. Yeah. Make your voice heard Yeah, and light for going Let's fight for Hanukkah rights. Down, 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 as we light our Hanukkah down, down, lights. Down, down, and we'll feel the winds of change begin
7: to blow.
6: So rise up, Jewish nation. Because we got a situation. Yes, we've come so far, and yet so far to go. Such a long, long kind of So we'll fight for Hana'ka rights. We'll as Hanukkah we sing all of the nights, in honor of the ones who kept us free.
3: Go ahead, say I'm a dreamer. I want a song by Justin Bieber. Yes, we want that holiday.
6: So we'll fight for Hanukkah rights As we light our Hanukkah lights With menorahs burning brighter than the sun
8: A song in school who wants to hear it do we have a choice sure simmy we'd love to hear it okay ima here goes
1: As you may Hanukkah, we pulled that out of the archives, that is uh, going back a long time, the Shemo Orchestra from the It's a Miracle album, and uh, it's a miracle that we are here every Sunday morning live with you, <laughs> and uh, we uh, we thank you for joining us every Sunday morning, much appreciated, we're here for another hour and a half. And uh, we'll uh, we'll present as much music as we can in the next half hour. Second hour, we have a, a number of, uh, a couple of interviews. So we'll see how much music we can get to. Thank you for all the um, requests on the app, as I uh, had said earlier. Appreciate it. Keep them coming. We'll try to do what we can. Today, if not, we'll get to them next Sunday. Um, we have, uh, right after morning, Chizuk, Micha Gammerman with his Hanukkah medley from uh, Moadei Yisrael in Micha Gamerman from that album. So that's coming up. That was by request. So thank you, everybody who's posting. Keep it coming. We'll try to do what we can. uh, And uh, and we'll see what we can do for today. At uh, about 8.15, we'll be joined by Hani Messenger, who is now an author. She's been with us before. And uh, she'll talk about mindfulness and meditation. She wrote a children's book, called Breathe, 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 very uh, appropriate for this uh, pandemic time, and uh, we'll talk about the book and see how it can help uh, children cope with uh, different stressful situations and whatnot. So that's at about 8.15, and then Nachum will be joining us, the one and only Nachum Siegel, uh, at about 8.35, 8.40. We'll see how uh, how that goes and what exciting news Nachum has to share for us. It's uh, now time for Rabbi Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk, at this time each and every Sunday through Thursday. We present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Lezecha Nishmas Ravzeb, Rabbi Yosef Alevi, and Lezecha Nishmas Esther Bas, Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning
4: Chizuk. Good morning. We say every day in the Shemona Esrei, Borei choleinu ha Elokeinu es-Hashon Bless us, Hashem. Bless us on our behalf. Give the year all kinds of crops. Give it dew and rain, blessing, bountiful blessings. The question is asked by Rabbi Avram, the son of the Gra, If everything has already been decided, our sustenance, our parnasa on Rosh Hashanah, as it says that the sustenance of a person has already been decreed from one Rosh Hashanah till the next. So what is the reason that we've got to pray every day? This has already been established from the beginning of the year. However, we learn a very important yesod, a fundamental concept in Torah Judaism. And that is, That everything that is nigzar, everything that has already been decreed is still dependent upon our own actions each and every day. It wasn't good enough just to be good at Rosh Hashanah, just to be on our best behavior and then get the blessing. Every day a person has to continue to deserve, to warrant all of the blessings that Hashem has promised to us. And that is the reason why we stand every day in shul and we pray, that Hashem should continue to pray, that it shouldn't be different, that we should still be worthy recipients of the great blessing that was given at Rosh Hashanah. An entire year, a person has to remember what happened on Rosh Hashanah. An entire year a person has to remember that each day we have to be a clay kibble, the proper recipient, the proper vessel to bring Hashem's blessings into our world. The great Rav Moshe Aaron Stern once said that they were coming into town and they were bringing beautiful wine for free. Anybody that wanted to get that very fine wine was able to get it. The only thing is they had to bring a receptacle. So he says there were some people that they brought huge barrels and they were able to fill up the barrels with that wine and take it home and enjoy it. Some people came with a little schnapps cup, a small little whiskey glass. They were only able to get a couple of ounces. Each and every day of our lives, a person has to make the decision, what am I coming to Hashem with? Am I coming with a barrel? Am I coming with good deeds? Am I coming with Torah? Am I coming with the same good behavior that I was on a Rosh Hashanah? Or Chas am I coming with that little schnapps cup? This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning chizik. Have a nice day.
3: Vanim nik betzulai, asay bimei chasmanim. Oo farzuk hamat migdalai vetimu kol hashmanim. Oo minot arkan kanim na senez lashoshanim bina yemeish morah kavushiru rotino fa mi mai mas manaze Kayel, the car, the shamoshen of Santobi, and the kindness of the Santobi to hold to hold it up. Kayel, the car, the shamoshen of Santobi, and the 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 you I'm El the el side of the world, the other 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 side of the I'm gonna find Your rhythm keeps me right So please play your music Play it nice and strong burning, sweet children's voices slow the flames, they're the future and they are shaken, to your rhythm's refrain. Oh, please play your music, set your people free, for your sweet music, play it finally.
6: Come light the menorah Let's have a party We'll all dance the hora Gather round the table We'll give you a treat Dreidels to play with And latkes to eat And while we are playing The candles are burning low one for each night they shed a sweet light to remind us of days long ago. One for each night they shed a sweet light to remind us of days long ago. Sfifon so 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 chamu kauhak to to Se ri so sop so sop Chag simcha Neskato hayasham Neskato hayasham Chag simcha ahula'am Zip-ri-von, so so Chanukah uch Chanukah
7: Sibling, so so so, Hatsim
6: Haha, Hulaha, Neskato, Hyasham, Neskato, Hyasham, Hatsim Haha, Hulaha, Tradle, Tradle, I made it. Play. Like and when it's dry and ready, oh dredal I shall
7: play Oh,
6: dredal, dredal dredal, I made it out of play And when it's dry and ready Oh, dredal I shall play I have a little dredal I made it out of play, and when it's dry and ready Oh, dredal I shall play I'm gonna i I made it out of play when it's dry and ready. Oh, Dreadle, I shall play. Oh, Dreadle, Dreadle, Dreadle. I have made it out of play when it's dry and ready. Oh, Dreadle, I shall play.
3: Never become our own foe And light one candle For those who are suffering Pain we learned so long ago Light one candle For all we believe in Let anger not tear us apart And light one candle To find us together With peace as the song in our heart. ki hi ki e nefesh Toi shiya, toi
1: bit of Baruch Levine as we uh, transition into the second hour of the show, and um, we're going to get to the news from Israel in just a few seconds, and then uh, coming up right after the news from Israel, we'll uh, be joined by Hani Messinger, who is an author now of a children's book called Breathe, 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 and we'll find out all about, uh, all about that book. It's time for our news from Israel. Kana Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, dot com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Chana <laughs> 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 Julian. Oh, excuse me. I <laughs> 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 Baruch really wanted to continue. <laughs> good morning, Chana. Good, good morning, Hannah Julian. <laughs> good
9: morning, Montes. You're breaking up a little bit there.
1: Buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Take it away.
9: Yeah. Good morning, Matis. How are you? We've we've had some interesting things going on here in Israel. Uh, the state of Israel is getting ready for Hanukkah this week, first and foremost. Uh, and even the coronavirus is not slowing things down. Uh, we'll talk about Tel Aviv because Tel Aviv is not usually in our news, but it is today. The candle lightings uh, are going on across the city this year in the ancient city of Yafo. Eight huge multicolored illuminated dreidels uh, have been installed near the iconic clock square and alongside those dreidels there are also four transparent illuminated snow globes with holiday symbols so if you press the foot pedal nearby you can send those snowflakes flying around inside those globes these are two artistic installations and they'll be there at clock square in Yafo until december 31st also in tel aviv the municipality is partnering with chabad to hold public Hanukkah candle lighting ceremonies at Rabin Square and at Habima Square. That's infinitely better than most of the demonstrations they usually hold there. The candle lighting is being held at 6 p.m. each night and on Friday at 3.45 p.m., obviously before uh, Shabbos candle lighting, and on Motzei Shabbos, Saturday night at 7.30 p.m., Let's talk about Iran a little bit. Uh, Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei appears to have transferred his duties and his powers to his 51-year-old son, Mojtaba Hosseini Khamenei. The younger man is currently overseeing several important security and intelligence departments in Iran. According to Iranian journalist Mohammed Ahwaz, the 81-year-old Supreme Leader's health is failing, which mine seems to be... Excuse me for a second. (coughs) My uh, apologies. On Thursday night, his health apparently began deteriorating, and that is when he transferred his duties and his powers to his son. According to Ahwaz, it's not clear what his health problems are, But there are rumors he's suffering from prostate cancer. He had surgery four years ago for that. Uh, It's also not clear whether his son will really hold the leadership when his father dies. So we're going to find out about that. Saudi Arabia and Qatar are getting closer to making a deal as well. They're being pushed into that, by the way, by President Donald Trump. He wants to see them end that spat before he's out of office. Qatar still has ties with Iran and now also has ties with Turkey, which now there is a, a triad, an axis. Washington seems to believe that the way to break that is forming a bond to provide a counterbalance. So we will see if that moves ahead. A quick pic now on the coronavirus here in Israel, just an update, no lockdown so far during Hanukkah. That is what the health ministry says so far, but the numbers are getting more serious, more than a 1,000 new cases a day, and yesterday, more than 1,500 new cases diagnosed, also Thursday and Friday. So we will see what the cabinet says at its meeting today. Now... On the super good news front, Ikea has finally reopened its stores this morning, albeit in a limited format. There's a chain. The Ikea chain is here in Israel. And according to the Jerusalem Post, this means they will only open the first floor and they will sell items that are considered essential, such as packaged food. It's not clear whether the hardware and kitchen supplies departments will be open to Uh, uh, be allowed to open as well uh, as they are in smaller stores. Hardware stores are open across the country. Um, Restrictions allow that. But the larger chain stores are not allowed to open. The chain apparently reopened against health ministry regulations. And in Rishon lizion the municipality actually fined IKEA the cost of a sofa. So they had to pay a fine of 5,000 shekels, which they did. They released a statement. Wait, wait so, yeah. so a sofa
1: cost 5,000 shekels?
9: Yeah, I'm wondering who got that sofa in Rishon Le Sion, by the way, because, I mean, they may have paid it, but I'm wondering if a sofa came along with it. <laughs> Um, They they said that their stores, they they also released a statement with it. They said that their stores have opened in a limited format and in accordance with Israeli government regulations. And they said they'll always be careful and maintain the health of their employees and customers according to all guidelines. I personally am volunteering to go and scout out the situation for our listeners and I'll tell you why. The last time that they were open between the, the two waves, they really were in full compliance with the health ministry uh, regulations. The social distance spacing was marked out on the floors at the cash registers. They had staff roaming the store, reminding people to keep the masks over their nose. It wasn't just on their mouth. You had to have a, a mask over the nose. They would stop you. To remind you that alcohol gel stations literally at every single corner throughout the store, and the store is massive, uh, next to every elevator, next to every restroom, temperatures were checked at the entrance with touchless technology. You name it, they really had it.
1: Hannah <laughs> Julian. Yeah, China surprised. Julian, Middle East Correspondent, <laughs> JM J. Sunday Reporter, <laughs> JM J. Sunday Reporter, and Health Ministry <laughs> Investigator.
9: That's right. So if you have your IKEA addiction and you need to check it out, I'm there. <laughs> At least for Hanukkah, because right after Hanukkah, every single rumor that we've gotten so far says lockdown is coming because we're in the third wave. Every single every single thing we've heard so far, we're going into a third wave and we're going for a lockdown. Everything I've heard so far, terrible. So get your stuff ready, people. If you have an addiction, you better get to IKEA right now because everybody's going to shut down again, I think. I think because they're talking lockdown right after the holiday so it's terrible but but it's coming so get your stuff while you can get that hot chocolate ready (laughs) let me tell you what the weather looks like Uh, we have a partly cloudy to partly uh, situation in the skies up above we had really good rain here uh, for the weekend and uh, local rain is still expected there may be a few thunderstorms uh, mainly on the coastal plain and uh, in the northern and central mountains, we'll get some more rain. A little bit of flooding expected in the Judean Desert and in the Dead Sea. Temperatures lower than normal for the season. We're going to freeze. <laughs> We're going to get temperatures in the 50s. And uh, they may even go down to the 40s. So uh, you better get your woolies on, people. Clear to partly cloudy skies tonight and uh, a few drip drops expected. Same kind of weather for tomorrow. So uh, get your sweaters on. You may want to put a jacket on because it may get really cold. And uh, if you are planting a garden, now is the time. Now is the time to plant your garden. Have a great week, everybody. A Freilich and Hanukkah if you're celebrating. And uh, we'll see you next week. I'm Hannah Julian for Jam Sunday.
1: Thank you so much, Hannah Julian. I want to uh, wish you and your family a happy Hanukkah. And uh, that is starting on Thursday night around the world. So uh, thank you, and thank you for joining us. And uh, hopefully we will catch you again next week during Hanukkah to let us know what's going on there.
9: And to you as well. Thank Bring us the fire. <laughs> yes.
1: Thanks so much. <laughs> Hannah Julian is uh, our... Uh, Middle East correspondent here on JM Sunday, and uh, we thank her for joining us every, uh, every Sunday morning uh, here on uh, on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, let's see, we're going to hear a little bit of uh, Avodah Shabaleev before we get to our interview with uh, Chani, <coughs> excuse me, Chani Messinger in just a couple of minutes, right here. On J.M. Sunday.
6: y Adam el James
1: My thanks to Avodah Shabalev for uh, providing a little fill-in Hanukkah music here on uh, J.M. Sunday, as we uh, get set to uh, be joined by our first guest this morning, and uh, that would be noted, uh, noted. Um, well, I wanted to say, I wanted to say, uh, what well, she's been on before, and I wanted to say that she is a, a noted life coach and. Uh, uh, someone who does so much is, uh, is a meditation educator, uh, has a master's in occupational therapy. Uh, she's finishing up her doctorate. She's a professor. Uh, she has spoken about uh, uh, mindfulness and uh, meditation on these airwaves before. But now we can say that uh, Hani Messinger is a noted author and i want to welcome once again khani messinger to jm sunday good morning khani
10: hi good morning i'm incredibly humbled and honored to be here today with you thank you for reinviting me and for sparking conversation today
1: you're you're welcome I, I we should be calling you dr messinger shortly right
10: yes i think within <laughs> about a few months super wow. excited thank you
1: wow so when we had you on here um uh, Early on in this uh, pandemic, we spoke about uh, how to deal with the challenging times uh, from a mental health perspective, what people can do. uh, And uh, you you told us about the different techniques that people can do and how they can take some time each day to think about themselves and meditate and and do all that. And you alluded to the fact that uh, I believe we spoke about how this would help children also. And you had mentioned, I don't remember if it was on the air or off the air, that you were writing a children's book. And congratulations, because now it's out. It's called Breathe, Breathe, Breathe by Hani Messinger, illustrated by Danielle Garcia. It's available all over the place. It's on Amazon. Uh, it must be very exciting to see this in print.
10: I am super excited. This book actually started to come into fruition on December 2019. I was sitting between my fall semester and my spring semester for my doctoral work, as well as was kind of the So It was during um, Hanukkah time, and I was just kind of like sitting and thinking, what is a way for me to be of service? How can I give back? And I know that I've had a meditation practice for about five, six years prior to that. I was like... How about if I come up with a book to teach mindfulness, to teach meditation in a very simple, fun way? And the book just kind of naturally came within a few hours. I started writing it down. And then within a few weeks, I found an illustrator. And then a month or two after that, I found a publisher and things just naturally ebbed and flowed until finally October, end of October, beginning of November 2020, this book actually was in hard copy and over the past like week or so, it's been actually in print, and just to finally have this book in my hands, it's just so like I'm beyond words and so like thankful and grateful to be able to see like this the work come into play after the past almost year.
1: Absolutely, uh, the the focus of the book is mindful breathing and for children. Is mindful breathing a a subsidiary of meditation? Is it part of meditation? Uh, What is mindful breathing?
10: So I believe that mindful breathing is a component of meditation. So I kind of, I took a component of meditation and I wanted to put it in words. And ultimately, this book is a modified body scan to a certain degree. And if you notice, as individuals do go through the book, it first starts out with Placing my body in a comfortable position. And when I start to do a meditation practice or I teach meditation to kids, that's typically the first step and how you don't have to place your body in a certain way. Your arms and legs can be open. You can lay on a bed. You can sit on a chair. You can sit by the beach. And I teach children that when you place your palms up, that can be energy pose. When you place your palms down, that can be grounding pose. And I can place my hand in a triangle, I can place my hands on my head, whatever feels right and comfortable to to the individual. And it just guides children through how they can learn to embody their breath. Because if you think about it, anywhere we go, what is always with us? It's our breath. And when children and even adults, when we have the ability to tap into our breathing and I'm breathing really fast, what was that thought beforehand? Oh, I'm having a thought about anxiety or I'm breathing really slow and I'm feeling really calm at the breach. And it allows individuals to tap into to their true essence, which is the power of our breath. And it teaches children and adults the ability to cultivate pause, presence, calmness, awareness by focusing in on the breath in a very fun simple
1: manner now does um do at what age do children actually understand that concept of breathing this this book can be used almost as any age i guess a parent would sit and read the book with the child or um or people who are working with children can do that but at what age can can they actually understand that concept uh, and put the two together that If they breathe and um, get in a certain mindset, they might be feeling less anxiety.
10: So I think I typically recommend some type of meditation or mindfulness practice for children over the age of 7 or 8. While taking into consideration cognitively and developmentally, a child that's 7 or 8 cognitively or developmentally Maybe at an age of eight, nine years old, or a child at seven or eight may be cognitively or developmentally at an age of five or six. So it's really knowing individually where the child is developmentally and if it's something that they can't handle. With that being said, I think a child as young as young as the age of two or three years old can have the ability to learn the power of the breath. not in an abstract concept, but more in a direct type of concept. Let's say, so there's an example in the book of let's say having a balloon. And an adult can physically have a balloon, blow up the balloon, and show the child, when I breathe in, the balloon expands. And when I breathe out, what happens? The balloon contracts. And using visuals like that can really help children connect the power of the breath. And an example and something that I do a lot with children um, is a heartbeat activity. So what exactly is that? I'll have the children place their hands on their heart and their belly. They're sitting nicely in the classroom in their home. I'll have them notice, are you able to notice your breath? And especially a young child under the age of, let's say, 7 or 8, it's very likely they're not really able to notice their breath or their heartbeat. So what I'll have them do, I'll be like, okay, everyone, let's get up and let's jump. And everyone gets up and jumps for a minute or two minutes, and then I say, now, stop. And I think, now, can you notice your breath? And a lot of the times they're like, yeah. And I was like, how can you describe it? And they'll say, maybe it's really fast, or I'm having difficulty breathing, or I need a drink. And then I tell them, like, when we're having – nervous feelings and when we're upset or when we're angry sometimes our breathing gets really really fast just like right now when we're jumping or we're running and then this starts to cue them in and give them the awareness of their breath and doing activities that are really linked to experience and especially throughout this book that's what I do allow children to start to learn this abstract concept of the breath because it is something that's really abstract. What is the breath? Where is the breath? I can't see it. Maybe I can feel it, but what exactly does it mean? And I kind of want to link it with the stress and the anxiety and how that happens when we're maybe when we're out and about and we're having a lot of thoughts that are really loud or really noisy versus when we're having thoughts that are really quiet or really timid. And I start to introduce that to children in a very simple, fun way so that they're kind of getting a little bit of a taste, and obviously as they're getting older, they're going to have more of ability to understand it more abstractly, and then they're going to have more of ability to connect it with their communications, with their emotions, with their thoughts and their feelings, but especially when they're really little, have opportunity to expose it to them in a very fun, simple way.
1: Hani Messinger is uh, with us, author Hani Messinger. The book is Breathe, Breathe, Breathe. Illustrated by Daniela Garcia and available all over now. Great Hanukkah present. Uh, you can get it for your kids. Uh, and with what you just said, you know we've all experienced seeing children uh, who get very anxious uh, in school. Let's say, or uh, especially younger children who may have an argument with their uh, with with a, another, you know, even with a friend in school and. Like you said they they can start breathing faster, they can start crying, they can you know do all that so we 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 do know that, and this seems to be a great technique to be able to to uh, teach the children how to act in that way so they can do this on their own. I know it may be difficult uh, at the moment for a child who's not thinking ahead about it to step back, but you know, this is this seems to be a great technique to teach them so that they can know how to use it even at a younger age.
10: Yes, definitely. And it can really help with this child to learn emotion regulation. And the intention is if parents are reading it to the child, so not only is it gonna benefit the child, it's also gonna benefit the um parents as well. Why is that? And especially with teachers or especially with grandparents or older Individuals that have younger nieces or nephews, even if you don't have children in your immediate environment, how can this help? And it's really, I always like to bring the example of when you're in an airplane and the flight attendant says you need to take your put your oxygen mask on first before you can help any help others. And it's the same idea here, especially when a child is very reactive and they're having difficulty with their friends or their family or they're having really big emotion it's the adult that needs to check in with themselves and how are they feeling are they getting caught up with the child's emotion because if the adult is getting caught up in the child's emotion if the adult wants to try to help would be of assistance and the adult is coming in with this energy that the child's going to be able to pick up on it's very important for the adult to take that step back and to pause before having conversation having interaction with the child and that's I think one of the first steps to the teachers or the therapists or the caregivers that are in the environment, reading this book, having some type of meditation practice so that they can serve as a model and parents have the ability to serve as a model to be able to help their kids and to help with emotion regulation and mindfulness can help with that. And research shows that mindfulness actually changes um, neural connectivity and brain structures in the brain and it directly can have an impact on a child's ability for self-regulation and i believe first off is the parents having being that model so that their children can have so that the children can learn how to cultivate better emotion regulation especially at a younger age to plant that seed when they're seven eight nine years old so when they're 18 20 years old maybe they're going to have the anxiety they'll have their stress however They're having some type of practice or some type of ability to know how to come back to the rest so that they're going to have maybe a reduction in the stress, reduction in anxiety. And I believe from zero to seven, especially those are primal ages where as adults, we have the ability to really help mold and save children because neurodevelopmentally, there's so much that is going on. And when a parent is able to cultivate and help their child and the child is able to learn and One key theme with this book is breathe, breathe, breathe. And why was the book called breathe, breathe, breathe? And it's when we're able to cultivate, when we're noticing that we're having stress, anxiety, pain, whatever the emotion or whatever the thought may be, we're able to have that awareness, the acceptance of that thought or that feeling, cultivate that space, cultivate that pause, and then breathe. Whether it's a deep breath, whether it's a short breath or a long breath, whatever it may be. Just cultivating three breaths will will help change reaction, response. And within when I'm teaching teachers about mindfulness or I'm teaching parents, I'll say in your home, if you're able to have like a little corner, like a little calm down corner, maybe with this book, maybe with squishies, maybe with some type of lavender, maybe with some type of um, song system that can help with sound, just having the child go to that area and learning to go to that space can ultimately help the child when they're in their school, when they're in grocery, when they're having a really hard time with friends or family, just remembering that space and using that space to help cultivate on their breath. And just that three times can promote change with right. the children and with parents.
1: And for sure, uh, adults that are or parents that are reading this book with their children can act out or can do these things also at the same time. This is not just for children to do, I guess, uh, and, and it would probably be very beneficial for a parent to do it with the child.
10: Definitely, because especially as parents, as caregivers, as teachers, the energy that we bring into the world, especially when we're working with children, children are sponges. Children can pick up on things very quickly, pretty fast. They have a tendency to be a lot more sensitive because they're more connected with Source with God, with Hashem, because of this, just of who they are, and especially at a very young age. And when an adult or a therapist or a caregiver is coming into a situation with the stress or the anxiety, the child is able to pick up on it. And there's a lot of research that's proving it. And I'm currently working on a my doctoral, and it's a big focus on the teacher-student dynamic. And a lot of what I said is research and evidence based So the idea is When parents are reading this book or when parents are within their day-to-day life, and yes, we're in heightened times of uncertainty and heightened times of unknown, it's really parents and caregivers to really check in with themselves before interacting, having conversation with kids just to see what is their energy like. And maybe they need to go to the bathroom for a moment or two, take a breather, check in with their energy before they're interacting with their children. And this book teaches both parents and children alike the power of the breath in a very simple fun way that can be easily incorporated throughout the day. doesn't really necessarily require much time. It can be just two minutes sitting, reading a page and discussing that page. It can be just two minutes going outside and being in awe with Hashem's creation of like the tree or the snow or the rain. And that is a way to bring in mindfulness. And not only can the parents, the parents can do it with their children. The teachers can do it with their students. And that's one way I believe that can help promote peace and unity and oneness, especially during these heightened and stressful times, especially for children. Where is my class? Is my class in Zoom? Is my class in person? Is it a hybrid approach? Am I going <laughs> to see my friends? Am I going to see my family? Is there a Hanukkah party? Is there not a Hanukkah party? And not only is children experiencing these thoughts, parents are experiencing these as well. And especially now more than ever, cultivating a mindfulness practice. And for parents, there's apps, there's Headspace. There's Insight Timer, there's comments. there's so many resources on YouTube, on Facebook. You can check on my Facebook page as well. I have just very simple mindfulness videos that I posted in the past. I can reshare, I can read focus in on that as well. And it's something that simply can be incorporated and it's so highly complex and it can promote changes not only with, internally within oneself, externally with relationships, with friends, with family. With finances, just with everything and anything collectively, mindfulness can really transform an individual's life. And firsthand, my, I've had experiences where mindfulness has helped me directly, and I'm a completely different human than I was 5, 6, 10, even 12 years ago.
1: Amazing concepts. Uh, the name of the book is Breathe, Breathe, Breathe by Hani Messinger. Um, and I want to thank you for joining us this morning and sharing this with us and sharing your thoughts. You had mentioned that uh, a lot of uh, uh, information is available on your Facebook page, Connie Messinger, and uh, we know that I mean, we could spend a, an entire show talking about all the, uh, the 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 interviews you do around the world, and you, you're really internationally known now uh, in in this field, and. Uh, I suggest that that people check out your Facebook page and see about that also. But get the book, Breathe, Breathe, Breathe. It's a great Hanukkah present for children and adults to be able to interact with each other. Uh, It's available on Amazon, I'm sure, in many other places. Uh, And uh, I want to thank you again, like I said, for joining us this morning. Congratulations on the book. And uh, we look forward to having you back on again to talk more about this, uh, the entire topic for children and adults, especially in these difficult times that are not going away right right away
10: thank you so much it's been an honor and a privilege and i would say for people the best place to buy the book is on my website at khanimessenger.com cuz then i will be able to send out a signed copy Ooh. however if people do prefer feel free to buy it on amazon as well i'm as just incredibly honored and grateful thank you so so much
1: our our pleasure as long as they buy it however they get it as long as they buy it <laughs> Thank you again, Chani Messinger. Have a great day and a very happy Hanukkah to you and your family.
10: Thank you. You too. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. It is 8.35 in the morning, uh, Eastern Time. We're going to be joined by uh, Nachum Siegel in just a couple of moments. In the meantime, a little bit of Yerushalayim right here on JM Sunday. (laughs)
3: I'm <laughs> the
1: From Zeshir, here on JM Sunday with Yerushalayim. My thanks again to Connie Messinger, who joined us to talk about her new book, Breathe, Breathe, Breathe. You can uh, check it out on her website, Hani Messinger, C-H-A-N-I-E-M-E-S-S-I-N-G-E-R.com. It is 8.40 in the morning here on JM Sunday, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome again to these airwaves the one and only... Nachum Siegel, good morning, Nachum.
0: Good morning, Matis. How are you? I
1: am fine. How are you doing?
0: All right, getting set for the big journey, getting ready for the big trip.
1: Yes. How are you going to pack, uh, Manoa's? You're going you're going to you're going to, pack, you're going to be back though beforehand, right?
0: We actually That's- land. Um, back uh, at JFK, three hours before Hanukkah starts. So, yeah, we're ah. in good shape. Okay, when it comes good. To that. And that's the plan, otherwise, you know. <laughs> good. <laughs> if, if something goes wrong, we'll, we'll adjust accordingly, but hopefully <laughs> nothing will go wrong.
1: Nothing will go wrong. Everything will just happen. Nothing will be wrong. It's just going to be exciting.
0: Please, God. Please, God. Um. Anyway, I just wanted to remind everybody that we're going to be in Dubai, in the uh, UAE, broadcasting Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday a variety of shows, including three JMAM broadcasts. And it's very exciting. We're, we're doing something that we never, ever dreamt we'd be doing, uh, broadcasting from the UAE. I don't think most people in the Jewish world thought there would be any connection with our community and Israel in the UAE if you went back just a few months. And now we have this amazing... Uh, Opportunity, and uh, can't wait to get on the plane and get it going.
1: Yeah, the excitement has been building since you announced it, and I, I'm honored that you announced it on this show a few weeks ago. But yeah, uh, cool. for, from the time you announced it, I mean, the buzz out there has been amazing because you know it's in the past. You have the Jewish Unity Initiative has gone to different places for different reasons. For instance, you went down to Texas after the floods affected the Jewish community. Uh, you went, thankfully. Uh, but unfortunately for the event to Paris after the shootings there. So you've been to places to give strength to the Jewish communities out there, which is extremely important. This is a different type of trip uh, based on a, um, I don't know, a more happy occurrence, I guess, the, the uh, new peace initiatives that are going on. It's a different mindset when you're going for this, and it's, it's very exciting.
0: Yeah, this, is a, uh, this trip has a little bit more of a positive theme to it, uh, because uh, Pittsburgh and Houston and, uh, and as you said, Paris certainly had a certain flavor because it was post-disasters and post-tragedies. Um, this one, like uh, one might say, like the Venice trip uh, and others like that, uh, are in a different type of category, and thank God it's for a positive reason. Uh, people ask about the unity, and uh, <laughs> a lot of people may not understand the the, I mean, we're using the, word Jewish, the term Jewish unity initiative, but in this case, essentially what we're doing is bringing a Jewish community to the rest of the world and, I, uh, and, and, and being there up close and personal and telling all of our listeners around the world you know, what's happening there, what it's like, what the community is like, what their leaders are like, etc., etc. So that's what we hope to bring to everybody. Uh, that in itself, I believe, unifies, and um, it should be very exciting. We're getting ready because uh, Tuesday we're, we're scheduled to be live nine hours ahead from the 6 a.m. Eastern time start mm. for JM and the a.m., okay. and uh, we're looking forward to an amazing uh, journey.
1: So there are now, you realize this, there are now listeners to the Nachum Siegel Network in Dubai. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, and it's been, that's been actually for a while already. In
0: fact, somebody but, uh, said, um, I don't remember who it was, but just a little while ago, Uh, A few weeks ago, someone said they were listening in a hotel in Dubai. I don't remember who it was. But, yeah, look, it's an amazing feeling. Obviously, this world is getting much smaller. Uh, If not for COVID, it would be even smaller, I believe, because so so many more people would be traveling and would be uh, listening in different and exotic places. But, yeah, we're getting to that point where people are beginning to realize that no matter where you are on the globe and maybe even a, in a spaceship up to the moon moths you could address that one um, <laughs> never you, know <laughs> you could listen into nsn and be part of it and uh, it's an amazing way to connect a community knowing that there's one place live every single day you can turn to uh to be part of um what our brothers and sisters are doing and feeling around the world
1: right so, that's a, th- that's what we have to we have to get Somebody on the International Space Station to be listening to the Nahum Siegel Network and, and checking in with you. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that.
0: I'm surprised you haven't done that
1: already. Well, tried, but, you know. Uh, but getting back, to, um, getting back to Dubai, though, and, and the shows you're going to do, you're going to be meeting with a lot of people and speaking with them. Is there anyone in particular or a couple of people that you're very excited to uh, meet, or looking forward very much to meet and discuss what's going on in the Jewish community in Dubai?
0: Well, it's funny, the community leaders that we're going to meet with, their story is pretty amazing. How they ended up there way before there was any of these peace discussions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the fact that they're there for years and servicing a community, a small community, and, you know, and reaping the benefits of all their hard work, because now, obviously, they're going to be seeing a lot more Jews and that community is going to grow. Um, I think that, to me, is one of the most amazing aspects. Look, there are people that, you know, arrange travel to Dubai that we're going to speak to. There are going to be people who are Americans, and we'll get their perspective. But the community leaders and those who have really made the commitment to the future of that Jewish community, as far as I'm concerned, is probably the most important and the most interesting conversations that we're going to have.
1: Right, absolutely. Uh, as a matter of fact, since you were on here, since this, this whole announcement came about, I believe that there are now uh, direct flights, scheduled flights, between Dubai and Tel Aviv, uh, something like twenty-eight a week now.
0: Yeah, it's a lot, and I don't know the exact number. But uh, look, the corridor, as we say, over Saudi Arabia between Israel and uh, and the UAE is active. Yeah. Uh, only going to get more active once this pandemic is over. But yeah, it's very active. Oh, the truth is, it's very active now, maybe because of the pandemic, because Israel- <laughs> Israelis would rather travel and leave the country in many cases, um, yeah. especially if they can go to a good vacation spot that's a green zone. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's very exciting, and this whole, you know, all the facts on the ground are in the air, as you pointed out. You know, the uh, the um, the corridor through the uh, skies between Israel and the UAE, and all the business dealings that we're hearing about, and the political conversations, and the concerns about different neighbors in the region that both countries are very much concerned about. I mean, this is a it's a different world, a different atmosphere there, and uh, frankly. I, I never thought I would see something like this. You know, we grew up always assuming that that those who were uh, from that region of the world would never have an interest in real peace. And I know Jordan and Egypt have peace treaties with Israel, but it's much, much different, in my opinion. Right. Uh, and this is really, you know, just that they are encouraging people to come and visit and uh, and take advantage of what they have to offer, and they want to take advantage of what Israel has to offer.
1: You had, uh, uh, the name slips my mind for a second, you had the Rabbi of the Hampton Synagogues on Mark uh, Mark Schneier. Right. And one thing he mentioned, um, and I think it's so important and different here, he mentioned about his book that he co-authored and uh, that it's being used as part of the curriculum in Dubai, or is it going to be incorporated in the curriculum? Yeah, plus uh,
0: it's being translated into Arabic, which uh, is pretty amazing.
1: Right. That, as as an effort to teach the children about the connection of Judaism and Islam and, and, you know, from a different perspective than I believe Palestinian children are being taught uh, is so important because you'll have generations growing up with a totally different mindset than what they've been.
0: Yeah, you're raising such an important point that um, we know that education is where it's all at. And we know that it's uh, almost hard to believe the way that... um, Children in the PA are taught right. about Israel, um, all the terrible things that they're told about Israel and Israelis. Right. And here you have an Arab country that's you know doing the exact opposite. That's trying to emphasize the positive and the uh, you know and the different things that that make us you know similar, so to speak. Mm-hmm. To learn more about the differences in the cultures, et cetera. Yeah, it's a totally different ball game. And uh, like I said, I never thought I'd see the day where. You know, all those types of things that you just described are emphasized, but it's amazing. They're being emphasized and spoken about all the time now.
1: Yeah. Well, we look forward to this week of amazing programming ahead of Hanukkah, a holiday of absolute miracles, uh, going into a region that is miraculous. Israel, of course, for the last many, many decades, uh, you know, for many people looking at it, open miracle to have the state of Israel as we have now. Yeah. And and you're going in there and uh, and recognizing a miraculous occurrence. As far as I'm concerned,
0: yeah, it's a uh, it is miraculous. And sometimes when you're in it, you don't realize it. But we're going to try to remind people about it because it's important to keep it in mind. Right. And Mastis, I thank you. Yes, we broke this news on JM Sunday just three weeks ago, and here we are off on this journey. Looking forward to speaking to everybody Tuesday from Dubai, and. Um, and it should be a very interesting week of programming.
1: Wow! Well, to all of you going on the Jewish Unity Initiative trip to uh, Dubai, have a safe trip. Enjoy, and uh, we are very excited to listen to the programming that's going to come up. But you're going to be on tomorrow morning, so don't don't anybody think that you know they should wait tomorrow morning. You're going to be back on six a.m. I'm sure talking more about the uh, about the trip and uh, letting everybody know the itinerary.
0: Yeah. By the way, I'm glad you mentioned that. Tomorrow morning, we introduce our theme song for the trip. Oh, nice! RJ Künstler has covered a, an appropriate selection for this journey. We'll reveal it uh, just before eight o'clock tomorrow morning oh, wow. here at, uh,
1: at the Naftel Single Network. That is exciting. Yeah. I, I you know, I, <laughs> it's it's J M in the A M, and you know, which which uh, it's it's a music show. Uh, so is this. So is a lot of the music on the on the network. Is there going to be a Jewish music concert in Dubai?
0: I don't think so. I don't think they're ready for that yet. Not yet. Uh, there was a kumsitz, I'm told, a few weeks back when a whole bunch <laughs> of guys were there. Right. I don't know if you saw the video of uh, of Hallel in the hot air balloon. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that video. you got to look that up. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um...
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but not yet. Huh? Not yet. Okay. Okay. It'll get there.
0: <laughs> Believe me. Eventually, you'll have everything there. That's for sure. And I think there will be. Sooner rather than later, I think there are scheduled events that'll include music. Just our trip doesn't include it this time around.
1: Right. All right, Nachum, thank you so much for joining us. Have a safe trip. Regards to everybody. And uh, when you when you speak to the head of, uh, you know, Dubai, uh, just you know, say hi for me. I certainly
0: will. Yeah, say thank you and thanks so much for everything.
1: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nachum Siegel. Have a safe trip. We'll catch you tomorrow morning on JM in the AM, bright and early, six AM Eastern Time right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We'll catch another song or two. Uh, Let's see what we have time for. Uh, My thanks to everybody who has requested and commented on the app. As I said, we try to do some today. We will do what we can um, next week to play more Hanukkah music. And uh, since it will be Hanukkah, Hanukkah begins on Thursday night of this week. Here is Shira Hadesha Boys Choir with An uh, Chanukah from the Chanukah album right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
11: The feet up here so very definite
1: choir light up the nights. we'll play the full version next week during our, uh, during our uh, show which will be on Hanukkah. Uh, Khana Julian had a um, report earlier today about the, um, about uh, the Iranian leader uh, Khomeini who um, transferred power to his son because of uh, failing health. And it uh, seems now there is a possibility coming across some of the news wires that he, in fact, has died. So uh, we don't have any confirmation of that, but you heard it here first. And we wanted to bring it to our audience. Uh, So we'll see as the day goes on whether there will be formal announcements coming up about that. Thank you again for joining us this morning. My thanks to Hani Messinger, author of Breathe, Breathe, Breathe. Go to her website. You can get that. My thanks to Nachum for joining us ahead of the trip to Dubai. Very excited, looking forward to that. And I want to wish everyone a great day, a great week, and a very happy Hanukkah. We'll see you next week live right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
0: You've been listening to Mattis Weingast and J.M. Sunday on com, right here at the Siegel Network.